Okay, pumpheads. Maps performance still on sale, not for long. It's ending soon. You got to go to mindpumpmedia.com. Check it out. Hurry up. You got to go get it, man. This thing is almost over. Ending quick, and it is on sale. Again, mindpumpmedia.com for maps performance. This is the maps program that focuses specifically on all physical pursuits of performance, broad spectrum performance, 110 videos included, uh, you know, workout demos, everything. It's all there. Mindpumpmedia.com. Get on it. If you want to pump your body and expand your mind, there's only one place to go. Mind Pump. Mind Pump. With your hosts, Sal Stefano, Adam Schaefer, and Justin Andrews. Adam. So live. Sit up in your chair, bro. Oh, dude, stop being my mother. What? Stop being my mother. <laughs> Don't slouch. <laughs> Fix your hat. Hey, uh, this what? Is, hey, this is my studio, too. I'll do whatever the fuck I want. I'm going to make you some spaghetti. Put oh. some pants on. If you can eat your nasty-ass broccoli in here, I can do whatever I want. How's broccoli nasty? I don't get that. It smells when you reheat it's it. It's broccoli. It tastes great. Everything's it's great It's broccoli, it, dude. It I'm not eating a bowl of up. shit. You know what I mean? Well, it smells like it. It smells like yeah. that. It doesn't. Listen, it's, of all the smells that I've smelled yeah. coming out of your guys' ass, well, it, ne- whoa, it kills whoa, broccoli. Whoa, too far. Don't compare me to broccoli, far. Too far. How do you go too far? Too far. What were you doing huffing it? <laughs> That's what I want to know. Just, I like it when you fart in my cereal. Uh, Dude, do you guys... I, it powder is toast, man. force January. The energy is going. It's flowing. It feels good, The huh? gyms oh, are like popping. Kong. Oh, oh, I'm man. like Kong. It is, man. It feels... And the only one little tidbit of annoying stuff that I am dealing with right now is... What is it? Well, I have I have my places. Like I go to a breakfast spot I go to every single morning, and you know I know all the way... Is it busier? It is a little busier, and uh, everybody now is. They all know I'm the fitness dude. I've been in there for years, right? Going right. there, so they they know who I am there, and I know everybody by name pretty much. But now it's January, so what is everybody talking about? So everybody's talking so about. So everybody wants to ask you about how. Well, to get in it's shape not even that. I actually wouldn't mind that. Actually, everybody likes to tell me I what they're doing. Started doing stevia. Are you that's, proud of me? That's the hard, <laughs> exactly. That's the hard part for me is. Nobody's asking me like, "Hey, Adam, what should I do?" or whatever like that. Everyone's telling me like, "Oh, you know, so I just started this diet, and I just started. I'm doing this, and I'm doing that, and I'm staying away from this, and I'm staying. I'm just all these these plans are doing." And it's the it's those, <laughs> it, this is my yeah. breakfast spot, right? This is my um, my place where I like to go in peace, and uh, I do my work on my on my computer or my phone or whatever, and uh, say hi to the people I know there. But it's also uh, not the time that I want to sit there and like talk about fitness science. Dude, you know? I, I moved my I moved my treadmill into my living room, man. Yeah, yeah. No, I have. I'm there. I have a family member that would that would call me and be like, "Hey, I heard that coconut oil is really good and it helps burn body fat." So I've added three tablespoons to my diet. <laughs> <laughs> it's like doesn't work like that <laughs> damn it yeah. it doesn't work yeah. well you know like we, that. oh i like that you're talking about butter and coffee so i did butter and i did caramel and i <laughs> added a little bit of whipped cream because <laughs> you gotta add the whipped cream yeah. but it's got butter like, in it now so it's like better. no we, we, we sound not like, how you do it we sound like dicks we laugh yeah. i know we shouldn't be laughing right now because that in all honesty um then that, I put syrup how many clients it. have you gotten like that when you're you're putting together a meal plan and this stuff and and you're telling they're telling you well, what should I eat this or should I eat that? Or, you know, aren't nuts healthy? Aren't avocados? Aren't, aren't those all good fats for you? Shouldn't I eat all those in there? And you're like, 
well, like you don't, you're not, you're not having a problem getting any fat. <laughs> it's, it's already there. Yeah. It's, there's no need for us Consuming to add to nutrients. Yeah. Like, but <laughs> it's pe- happening. People don't put that together. You know what I'm saying? They don't yeah. think because they had, you know, they had a, a, a beef burger uh, first and then later on they have, you know, something with, with cheese on top of it. And then I have something else like, you know, before they know it, their fat consumption is already over, over their RDA. And, the, and they're still thinking like, well, you know, I should probably add avocado to this yeah. salad. So I get my fat. But, but like, I fat. just, Red eat fat get skinny. So <laughs> yeah. I, I just I used to have a bur- I used to get just a burger, but then after listening to Mind Pump, now I get bacon uh, and avocado on exactly. it too. <laughs> bacon is free. Heard, no, it doesn't work that way. Yeah. Wow, we're dicks. Well, but we got to be real. We are, and you know what? We should uh, just to, just to stop being dicks. We should get right into the qua. Because <gasps> what qua part two? Get right back into the qua because Adam was. Qua! Because Adam put us on the spot and said we were going to do two Q and A's. He did. Here's your second Q and A. You're doing. You start us off there. Chancho. There you go, Adam. Yeah, I'm trying to get. You know, I because I haven't felt like anyone's left a good review for me in a long time. For you? Yeah. Just you. There. You want them to just talk Ooh, about you? That's it. I just want to say. Thanks like, to Adam, we got another Q and A. Exactly. Actually, actually, Dang. I would like to point this out. There was a gentleman that made a. Uh, <clears throat> I don't know. It was on Instagram, I think, that said how much they love the show, but then they're like, "Sorry, Adam, I actually like." Sal, Sal's my favorite. They yeah. said something like that. It was it's a long post. Stupid. Yeah, no. <laughs> and it was a long post. Yeah. Shows how yeah. much he knows. Oh, yeah, just, uh, I like you too, kind of. <laughs> and then Doug, when he includes himself. Yeah. yeah. Oh, did you read yeah, that, that one wasn't. Too? Yeah, that wasn't like an underhanded <laughs> pitch or anything, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, real thanks. Thanks a lot, guy. Hey, guys. Let guy, me tell you something. Your guy's let me explain something is. to you. When Mario. Sal, I have a man crush let, when you have, Mar- like, such a big brain. Listen, when. <laughs> We could totally Ooh, nerd out. That's together. exactly what it said. Oh, yeah, you just know so much stuff. <laughs> Listen, I know stuff too. You want to? I don't know. Know some stuff together. Listen, <laughs> when when Mario saves a princess, fucking Luigi helps. <laughs> you know what I'm, I'm saying? More like I'm more like Toadie. Yeah, you're yeah. Toad. That's my guy. I love Toad. He's he's awesome. You're. I love you. You look like a dick. Sweet. That's what Toad yeah, looks exactly. like. Exactly. It's the beginning. That's what I am. All right, all right, Doug. Sorry right. about that. Yeah. No, we're we're back at it here. <laughs> Turn the qual. And the good news is we have so many questions to choose from every week. So yeah, the second Q and A is definitely uh, in the works here. Okay. Without further ado. Without further ado. Without further ado. We've got War J Fit. He's asking about any workouts to help with a muscle imbalance after an ACL injury once there has been a stability regained in the knee. Oh. <laughs> Uh, one-legged twist jumps with. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I thought you were zero. Whoa, bro! Yeah. Already? I was with you, and then the twist. Oh, no, single, don't do that. Single leg backflips with dumbbells. Yeah, no, uh, no. <laughs> don't do idea. any of that shit. Uh, here's the deal: a lot of ACL injuries happen as a result of an imbalance in the hips, uh, weakness and imbalance in the hips. Yep. So, if you think of the knee joint, the knee joint only moves in two directions, right? It flexes and it extends. Mm-hmm. And there's lots of the ligaments. Joint. Yeah, it's a hinge joint. So there's lots of uh, ligaments uh, that are attached to the knee to prevent it from doing anything else. Like it doesn't right. bend sideways, it doesn't twist, it just bends, flexes, and extends. Now the hip is very versatile. Mm-hmm. The hip it rotates. I can twist. I can uh, internally, uh, you know, rotate externally. Rotate. I can adduct. I can ab- uh, abduct. I can flex. I can extend. So it can pretty much do all these different movements. And if my knee, if my hip is weak or tight, and I'm moving. And the hip doesn't support that movement. Then what? Go. What happens is it transfers the load to the ligaments of my knee, which now have to support me. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, the ligaments of your knee don't—they're not, not strong enough. Strong, yeah. And so something's going to snap. Layer. Right. So if your ACL is fine now, you got it repaired. Uh, you're ready to go. 
strengthen your hips. Yes. Single leg deadlifts are excellent with no weight, single leg toe touches, <clears throat> lunge um, matrix, bridges. lunge yeah. matrix would be phenomenal right yeah. here. Back step lunges, step ups. You just got to think like what Sal was saying that the, like the knee, like uh, you, your hips can yeah, go in up. all those different planes uh, and your knee doesn't work that way. So working right. in those planes to strengthen all the surrounding muscles to support it when, uh, when you do, because you don't always move in the sagittal plane all the time. Yeah, so definitely get a work on getting rotation in those hips and supported yeah. uh, rotation with tension. Right. So that's, that's a whole nother thing we talked about with flexibility. We want tension in that flexibility. We want to be able to reestablish that neuromuscular connection there. So we get like that, that uh, firmness. And you, and you realize this is one of the reasons why, so female athletes um, are at much higher risk for ACL tear than male athletes. I forgot what the number was, but it's actually quite, there's quite a big difference because they have more mobility naturally already in that in, well, the, in, in their hips than yeah because exactly supposed to be more flexible. Well, when what yeah. happens? Obviously, girls go through puberty. They're they're and and here's the other thing too. Their their hips spread a little bit and their pelvis is shaped differently. So there's even there's even uh, there's an even higher angle between the hip to knee. So if you look at a body straight on, a man is pretty straight. His hips go down to you know straight down right to his knees. A woman's hips kind of come out a little bit, so there's a stronger angle which places more stress on the knees. And so one of the best things that female athletes can do when I train a lot of young female athletes, I do a lot of hip work, a lot of hip strengthening because that angle is stronger and the tension on the ligaments of the knee are much stronger. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I've had great success. I have a question for you guys. Do you, uh, did you notice like, uh, with your clients, uh, comparing male and female, uh, having an easier time with females being able to squat correctly versus males or do you uh, other way around? What do you, what do you Uh, notice? I feel like, Females like yeah. get it right away. So do I. The yeah. flexibility they tend yes, to be the more flexible. Is better, yeah. They yeah. can drop in. Yeah. I, I, I when I think back of all the best squatters I've ever I've ever taught as far as clients, mm-hmm. uh, most all were females. Best you get, form. You got to understand yeah. something. The 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 male pelvis, uh, both pelvises and male and female, um, obviously designed or evolved to, for locomotion for moving. But the female pelvis is also heavily designed and evolved to uh, have childbirth, and so it's a wider pelvis it's, it's shaped differently yeah, to allow the, the the child to move through the birth canal and come out okay obviously if she had a narrow if the pelvis was shaped like a man's or it wasn't you know it was too narrow throughout most of the evolution she would have died during childbirth so nowadays we have c-section so it's you know th- that danger is not there anymore but there, that also increases the risk for acl injuries um and which is why it's even more important for them to really strengthen their hips and it's in all directions, lateral directions. You know, I know the ACL only controls, uh, you know, it controls the knee from sliding out to the front, I believe, or that's PCL. It's one of those two, mm-hmm. um, the lateral directions as well, because a lot of times when you tear your ACL, you don't just tear your ACL. Usually right. you'll tear ACL, MCL. Right. You'll kind of get this. At least strain it. Yeah. Cause you put a lot of pressure there and everything compensates. You do. So I would strengthen, of course, strengthen your legs, your quads and hamstrings, but hamstrings, glutes, yeah, and, and the, you know the gluteus medius, all the adductors, abductors, mm-hmm. and all those different planes of motion to to so that next time that ACL is under less stress. Well, I think you hit it right on with the unilateral. All those, all everything, pretty much single single leg, and then hitting it multi planes. Right? Absolutely, I mean, those those are probably the two bangs. You know, just do everything you can single leg, literally everything, everything from deadlifting to single leg squatting to toe touches to. You know, even if you're on a leg press or leg extension, you know, do it single leg, single leg. And pace yourself, man. Go easy, yeah, yeah, go light. Yeah. yeah. Focus on full range of Rehabilitate. motion. Rehabilitate. You know, that's right. what you got to do. Don't go crazy and yeah. think I'm going to like break records and stuff. Get it feeling like it's good. And when it gets to the point where it feels like it's like yeah. 100%. You're connected. You could turn <clears throat> on and you're going to go. 
That's right. Then you can go for your regular workouts. So, All right. Our next question is actually a two-part question from two different people. Okay. Uh, the first part is from Colin Slater. He is asking about training with a significant other. The second part is from Raising Autism. And the question is, if your partner also works out and you see them make a mistake, do you call them out? Oh, that's why you put that together. That makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. We should, which one do you guys want to address first, working out with the partner? Well, they're kind of, they both go hand in hand. They go, yeah. right? Don't you think? They do. I, first of all, do you guys, do you guys work out with your partners? Do you guys? No. I'm on now. Sal's no right away. I do, yeah. Do you I consistently? Do. But I not mean, like, like how, how, I'm how, not like, yeah, I'm gonna have an awesome workout. It's more like I'm hanging out. You know what I mean? Like I she gets a great workout. <laughs> that's, that's what I treat it as. Sick. <laughs> Is it how often? What, what how did, often would you say you guys what, do didn't she'll your, admit it too? Yeah. But didn't your relationship start as you being her trainer? Yeah. yeah, yeah, unprofessional. So it's really Dude, I got I, I let her go. Everybody <laughs> trainer himself right here. Bro, I'm not like that. Except with her, <laughs> I was very aggressive. Just, Why I, you always I stretch wanted. me before and every at the end of every workout? Yeah, so like, yeah. it's really not a training session. Uh, it's more like a role play than like, really. Is what listen, we're talking about here. Yeah. Uh, you know, so I really like those deadlifts, honey. How often? How often do you? Uh, maybe once or twice. It's because we can bring the kids there together, and then we can kind of work out. And I kind of split off, and I'll do my thing, and then, and then sometimes you know I'll give her some ideas. And once or know. twice like a month, that's it. No, once or twice a week. Oh, that often? Yeah. Oh, but shit. I, I usually train on top of I already worked out kind of a thing. Oh, this is like a trigger session. Exactly, <laughs> it's a trigger, it's a trigger session. session. The yeah, trigger session perfect. for you, it's foundational for her. Exactly, <laughs> that's a perfect way to put it. Uh, I, it works out. I like it. I enjoy it. Uh, Katrina and I, uh, train, train on weekends, uh, pretty consistently, uh, typically every Saturday and Sunday, sometimes Friday, Saturday and Sunday, at least, at least one or two days out of Friday, Saturday, Sunday, we, we get in there at least one. Um, <clears throat> as far as I'm going to tie these in together with the, the telling and correcting her, because I, I actually find this one, uh, close to home for me. So we, we've been together for over five years now. Uh, it was two years, almost three years before I ever told her what to do in the weight room. And that was just because uh, she didn't seek it. And that's just kind of my advice to you here is, you know, she's a very intelligent uh, woman. She's a collegiate level athlete. Uh, so, and she's kept herself under 14% body fat pretty much her entire life. Um, and so who am I to come over here and tell her how she needs to do her fitness? Now, uh, of course, I, I have my own philosophy and I have things that I would like to help her with, but I'm not going to uh, impose that on her unless she kind of comes comes to me that she wants help. Now, once she finally did uh, and I said, listen, you just give me two weeks of following everything I tell her to, because when I when we first met, she was a cardio queen. I mean, that's she used to that was her way of doing things. She never really paid attention to the food. I mean, she made better choices when she was, you know, trying to lose weight or get leaner or like that. She'd make she's an athletic background. And then she would just, yeah, yeah, she would play basketball or she would run. And then when even when she did weights, it was supersets, plyometrics, like it was all athletic based. Yeah, it was all athletic based, right? And you know what? If you love doing that, and this is what I've told guys that I know that are friends of mine that train this way, we know guys that train this way that are friends of ours that are even trainers and fitness people that. Love to train that way. And hey, if, if that's your passion and you love to, uh, but I, there's a definite smarter way to get in shape if you want to continue to change the physique. And, you know, she finally came to me that like, you know, I want to, she saw what I had done and how I could change my body back and forth. And she's like, I just don't understand how you can just switch it up and move like that. And I said, well, it's not just what's going on with my program, but it's my nutrition, this and that. And she finally like surrendered to me and said, okay, 
I'm going to follow everything you say to a T. I'm going to give it at least a month and then and then go from there. And then once I did it. She never went back. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, I think, um, first of all, telling your spouse, you know, what, what to do is usually, a, it usually backfires anyway. I mean, I've been in fitness forever <laughs> and it's only been the last maybe three or four years where my wife actually has exercised relatively consistently. She's one of those people that doesn't have to exercise. She just kind of stays lean and gets away with it. Um, and so, and, 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 and then, you know, she started taking some of my advice, but... Um, as far as working out together, we haven't done that very often ever, but it's awesome when you do do it. It's a freaking, it's like an aphrodisiac. It's fun. You have a good time. They have to, here's the thing though, because I used I'm a, to hate it. Well, here's the thing. Cause I'm a trainer. Yeah. Um, and this is what I do for a living. I, and on top of it, I'm also very yeah. selfish with my workouts. I work out, if I don't care who I work out with, I don't follow, I don't like to follow other people's workouts. Yes. Exactly. I like, if I work out with someone, they got to follow my workout. I'm very selfish like that, <laughs> which is one of the reasons, hey, it's, this is one of the reasons why the three of us don't yeah. work out very often together. I know it. Yeah. When we meet, we kind of all compromise and say, okay, we're going to do. Yeah, but I was well, going to say, like, I mean, we pretty much do each other's workouts though, all the time. It's just that we have inclusions where we're like, well, why don't we kind of do this? Yeah. And we do little trades. Like, but yeah, it's like, I, I'll, I'll I know like, you guys. Yeah. You have interesting ideas. So I'm going to do your thing for a bit. Yeah. You know? Yeah, no, I mean, you got to be able to do that, but yeah. working out with a partner, I don't know. I could see that being awesome, and I could also see it being a disaster. It depends on the It couple. was a disaster for That's the, true. for the all the way up until maybe, you know, till I was 30 years old, because, or man, late 20s. Uh, all the other girlfriends before that, because like you said, I was a trainer, so I took it seriously. I wanted, like he's saying, I wanted to correct her form. I wanted to tell her this, tell her that. Yeah. You know, do this, this, that. And it was like, and then she would either, either a girlfriend would, would be one that would laugh about it and giggle and, and not take it seriously. And then that would irritate the shit out of me or they, that they would get frustrated that I'm trying to tell them how to do it. And then it would yeah. just be this whole coaching, you know, frustrated with your trainer uh, session and I would get a shitty workout. So well, I've had both. It's like, you know, you get, it gets tiresome to, you know, tell somebody what to do all the time. Or like right. when you're in, you know, I can see what Sal's talking about as far as like it being like kind of a ritual thing that you do. And like, that's what I, I like to do. And, and I don't really like to talk to people because that's what I do all day, you know, and like tell and prompt them what to do. But that's how it is with my buddies. Like I'll work out and then we're all kind of doing the uh, ends up doing my workout because it's just Always. Like, otherwise it gets out of hand. It's my, it's my place of solace. Like well, yeah. my workout is my, it's like my church. Yeah. So I don't like to, to, you know, to to change it, or I like to do my workout. And if I'm with a workout partner, then they have to be very serious because I take it very serious. Like we could be best friends joking around. When the workout starts, there's no more fuck. We're not joking around. We're not making jokes. We're there to work out. I'm not there to talk and have yeah. a good time. Let's let's do this. <laughs> well, you know, this is uh, Katrina works well, very very well with me, and she knows how I <laughs> my stance on all this stuff is because I used to tell her like I don't like to work out with anybody. She knows that. So she she has a uh, does a really good job of just kind of intertwining. A lot of times we'll be at the gym and we don't even lift together. We're at the gym at the exact same time. We drove there together, but we don't lift together because we're not on. The, I've taught her how to program design, so she understands that. And so she'll ask me on the way to the gym if it's a Friday or a Saturday, and we're going together. And I and she's like, oh, I gotta hit today's squats for me. And I'm like, oh, I just crushed squats yesterday, so I'm gonna be doing deads and something else today. And so then, if there's something that they're we're both doing in the same workout, we'll do that exercise together. And if we don't, if we're not, then we'll go our separate ways. But a lot of times, you know, we'll be doing something where I'm like, okay, I'm doing you know a, a modified version of like a phase three, and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna do this and that. And she's like, oh, that's cool. I, I want to get that in with you, but then I'm going to go do this because that's what I'm on right yeah. now. So we intertwine back and forth. You know, to think about it too, it could also be distracting. I mean, if, if you just started, let's say you just started dating someone and you're really into each other, mm. that's going to be hard to work out. Like you'll be working out and you'll just want to 
fuck. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I mean, I'm serious. You're with someone that you really want. Like, it's it's new. Yeah, you're training. You're like, Ooh, you're, I like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I like how you're doing those bicep curls. Yeah, and then you're like, <laughs> I'm like, oh great, Get naked. Now I have a boner. Yeah. This is not yeah. gonna work. I'm wearing sweats. Yeah, so. never See, good I guess our answer is once work. again, you and I are yeah. so different because you know what? The only, the only way I get tur- I get turned on with, when I see sexy ass form. She better have good ass form. If that's the case, she don't even yes. need me helping her out. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like I don't, I, I sexy ass form. Tell me that's not like a turn pants. on for you guys as trainers. That has to be a turn on. See or a good off. form. Yes. Yeah, good form is always great. But even if you're just sweating, even if you just it's a, you know you're you're digging the. Chick. I'll, I'll take a you're little. You're digging her. She's sweating. I'll take a little uglier chick and a little fatter chick that's got great form than this super <laughs> hot a, chick that's got a fucking protracted shoulder girl and fucking <laughs> oh, yeah. all terrible form. You know, doing fucking rounded <laughs> rounded like, back. Like, like not like she... excessively sweaty. No, I'm not gonna go. You don't like the sweat. Give me good form, dude. It's the fair. What about you and liquids, dude? You got <laughs> what's going on? You guys, you guys are little. You guys are like little weaklings. Like so, you got to, you got to just yeah, fucking embrace it all, gotta, dude. Oh, you got to drink it in. All well, of it. I think we all agree, right? I'm not a liquids guy. Yeah, work out alone. We work. <laughs> Next question. Work fuck, your, fuck your girlfriend. No, just, well, I think we all agree though that Make there, sure you bring condoms. There's a time. There's what I'm a, saying. There's a time and place, and there's a way to correct form. Uh, I don't think it's something you do publicly unless she's asking you if she's openly as or if you think she's going to hurt herself or if her form yeah. is that bad. But if her form is that bad, you better get her ass on mind pump and follow in some of the programs so that help, <laughs> help your girl out, dude. How about yeah. that? <laughs> All right. Next, next question. Get them yeah. blues, girl. Next question is uh, about the benefits of kombucha. And say that again, Doug. Kombucha. Oh, he okay. says it. I say kombucha. Well, because, uh, you know, I it's a Japanese pronunciation, and so excuse that. I can't do the American one. Oh. Yeah. Is it a Japanese? We're not as cool as you are, Doug. Well, that's true. <laughs> Doug, Doug, Doug said that kind of. In a, he was very. Uh, what's he was very smug. Authoritative. Yeah, a little smug. bit. He was a little, <laughs> he was a little <laughs> smug yeah. like that. I was like, uh, I, felt, I felt a little bit less. Than it was him like right the nice way said, uh, Adam. I pretty much say it the right way. You dumb shit. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm, I don't. I don't say it right for the drink <laughs> that most people know. You just put you in quotation because it's marks. not the Japanese drink. Oh. There is actually a Japanese tea. It's made out of seaweed. Oh. Kombu is, chi- is seaweed. So oh. now, now we know Doug makes his own. I was gonna say we know there's all benefits. Now, Doug, you yeah, tell actually, us how you do that, Doug. You you actually make your. He drink. has it in his basement. I do. <laughs> I have a two and a half gallon lead free crock with a spigot on it. That Are you I fucking serious? I, I'm serious. Whoa. No shit. And uh, it's, not, it's not for making crystal meth either. Yeah, and you don't make no. It that's with human that's, beings. That's my other basement. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and yeah, so I I make up uh, two and a half gallons of tea. It's half black tea, half green tea, uh, and there's sugar in it. And some people go, well, you know, well, that's not good for you, right? But that's what the uh, it's called the SCOBY eats. It's mm. this uh, thing. It's uh, called a symbiotic culture of bacteria and yeast, which is like they, some people call it a mushroom, but it's really just a uh, a thing that is a living thing like yeast. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's what causes the tea to ferment. It feeds on the sugar, and uh, you know I've got it to the point where I can brew the stuff in about three days. And then I bottle it, let it sit for a month, and then when I open it up, it's all fizzy. And Get the, the byproduct that it's why it's like fizzy. Yeah, because you know, like yeast, it produces yeah. uh, waste. It produces yeah, gas. gas. Yeah. Right. So you haven't had Doug's kombucha? No. I oh, know, I gotta have it too. Oh, What's dude, it's, that? it's the best kombucha I've ever okay, had. Okay, so you, well, really? obviously, if you you're kind of you're kind of an expert on this thing, or more so than I am, for it's sure. Way better than so I, beer. I, I drink it, and, I, and uh, one of the things I noticed. I started buying a lot of it and realized that um, it has a very short shelf life. Yeah, especially if you don't refrigerate it. Yeah, yeah. But if it's refrigerated, it'll kill the how, culture. How, right? You know, it should stay. Yeah, it's, it, it should stay good for a while. 
it will start to taste a little bit funky after a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I noticed it tastes different. It definitely it does. Because yeah. that's how I figured it out. I, I drank one that was like a week, week and a half old or something like that. And after I, uh, and it had already been opened and closed <laughs> again. So it wasn't sealed. Yeah, that that's probably It's part got of the live problem. cultures in it, dude. Yeah. It's yeah. got live bacteria in it. So yeah, yeah these it's little gonna, bacteria are farting. It's going to basically. <laughs> that's how it works. In your drink. Yeah. So uh, kombucha is a fermented drink, as, as Doug was saying. It's full of beneficial bacteria. These are bad bacteria that have been found to be good for the body. It'll help balance the gut flora uh, in your gut. So people will drink it. They'll notice uh, better digestion. Uh, they'll notice you know better skin, less inflammation. It's just one of many you know foods that you can consume that will give you beneficial bacteria. Um, you know, of course, dairy products can be you know fermented. There's you know, uh, sauerkraut is fermented. You want to eat foods with beneficial bacteria because it, it's good for a nice, diverse gut flora. And we've talked about this in previous episodes, which is very, very good for you. It prevents the growth of bad bacteria. Um, and then these good bacteria help break down proteins and carbohydrates in your stomach. And they help, uh, you know, reduce certain inflammatory markers and they reduce inflammation in the gut, which then reduces inflammation systemically. So kombucha is a is is quite good. Not all of it's created the same. There's a lot of kombucha on the market. This is packed full of sugar, and it's not really the real thing. So you want to look at kombucha that actually lists um, how many billions of bacteria are in there that they've been tested for this uh, beneficial bacteria. Yeah. So well, I would like I would like to know. That being said, and that's from because uh, I know that's how they refer to like you know what's a lot or a little is by the how many billions of uh, bacteria are in it. Uh, what's an adequate amount? I mean, what's an RDA for? What, how much there isn't should any, I have? You there, know? there isn't any. It's very difficult because it's a new it's a new thing, but most kombuchas will have, I think, one to three billion, uh, uh, you know, of the culture in there. So it'll say one to three Sounds billion like bacteria. Yeah. Um, if you buy a probiotic, <laughs> probiotics are much more. Probiotics, they're typically 20 to 100 billion. So whereas a probiotic, you don't necessarily want to take one every single day, especially if it's 100 billion or 50 billion. A kombucha being one billion or two billion, you can drink every single day, and okay. it's absolutely fine. Yeah. Okay, that's where yeah. I was getting at mm-hmm. with that. I felt because I felt like I was kind of overdoing it when I was starting to drink one every day. <clears throat> no, you should be fine. I mean, here's the thing: if you take, if you do any, you can overdo anything. So I, I bet if you drink too much kombucha, you probably have an overgrowth of that bacteria in your gut. Yeah. Which would then kill off the other beneficial bacteria. So like with anything. Um, there's always you always want to have the right amount. You don't want to so what what happened? And this is why I backed off because I was I was drinking one every single day for a while there, and uh, <clears throat> then I actually started to notice that my stomach would get upset. It was yep. sensitive when I was eating other foods and stuff like that, and it just I felt I didn't feel right. My stomach didn't feel you had good. An, you probably had an overgrowth of whatever beneficial yeah. bacteria. So I backed off completely, and now I've got them back in my refrigerator again. But now what I do, I just kind of I open one, I kind of sip on it whenever. So I'll opening, I'll sip on one over the course of two or three days. Right. You know, taking swigs out of it. So, like, I know I'm getting some of that in inside of me, but I'm not kind of, I'm not overdoing it. At right, all. right, exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I was just gonna comment. I've been doing it for about four or five years, two bottles a day, actually. Wow. In my case, and this is just a correlation. Doug's a pro. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I've uh, acclimated. <laughs> but I've you noticed just shit on your half bottle. I started to notice I wasn't getting sick, and you know, I haven't had a full on cold for four years, and so I can kind of make a correlation there that maybe that's the reason you know what the last since we've re- been recording okay mm-hmm. since we started mind pump a year ago we've all been sick like <clears> we've all been times. sick like five times because yeah. we work our asses off we don't sleep doug works harder and sleeps less than all of us you and, guys the most and hey. he's the oldest yeah. and this fucker is always healthy yeah and he's got he he's glowing his skin is glowing yeah. right there now. you have it i swore it's the cocaine but whatever yeah well <laughs> remember yeah, everybody's sick on our retreat yeah Everyone's- me and doug yeah 
Yeah, rock hard. Rock hard. You've been sick, dude, too, though, Justin. When? Yeah, you've you been got sick, sick bro. Once. You got a cold. I you did been, once. You've been you sick did. at least once. It was, I know. Yeah. So I've been at least twice or three it was times. A yeast infection. Me and Adam are the weak. <laughs> <laughs> me and me and Adam have the weak. Oh, immune my systems. immune system is shit, yeah. bro. It's because yeah. we do that. We kiss too much with yeah, each other. Yeah, no, yeah. absolutely. If That's I was born right. in the seventies, I'd have AIDS for sure. Wow. <laughs> oh my oh god. My god. <laughs> I might have to cut that out. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, next question. I am boundless. Asking about drinking green tea versus green tree uh, green tea extract pills you know i love this question and i'll tell you why like an article cheese. just came out the other day that showed that high doses of antioxidants will actually prevent chemotherapy from doing its job uh, when it's trying to kill cancer and or may actually protect cancer cells anyway so uh, and i know we've all heard that antioxidants wasn't that in the washington post I yeah said, okay so it, I I, we've all heard how antioxidants prevent cancer and this and that and they do but anything can be done too much. And antioxidants protect cells. Mm-hmm. And cancer cells are zombie cells that don't want to fucking die. And so if you protect the shit out of them, then you're actually probably making them worse. Now, why is this connected to what we're talking about? Because green tea, if you drink it, you're very unlikely to get too much of the antioxidants right. of green tea it's by drinking it. It's not the condensed it. form of but it. If, right. If you take the pills, then you can easily take too much. And so if you can take something in its natural form versus Always. its supplement form... That's usually better. Mm-hmm. That's usually better. So I would say drink your green tea and don't take the extract pills. All right. Our final question is from James Cardoza. What part should honey play in diets? Mm. Should it play any? Honey. <clears throat> you know what's funny about honey? Because honey is... Well, it, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, like, the only thing I can think of is the whole pollen theory and allergies. Like, mm. if you buy a local... Uh, honey that um, is made by where the bees go around and they get all the yeah. local flowers and foliage and whatnot. Um, you know, it can introduce that into your system and you might have a better, what is it, like a histamine reaction? reaction? Yeah, that's actually true. It's, uh, I've read some stuff on that. Um, here's the thing with, so here's what they do. They'll take honey or some other natural sh- you know, source of sugar or whatever and they'll say, oh, it's natural. This is good for you. So rather than making your muffins with sugar, throw honey in there. Ah. Now, honey is better than refined sugar, but that doesn't make it great. And here's the deal: in nature, you got to keep. You got to consider this: how um, abundant and easy do you think it would be for humans to just find honey and eat the hell out of it? Right? <laughs> You're gonna get a lot of stings. It was. It's. It's not very common. It's not easy to find, and when you do, uh, it's hard to get to, yeah. and you don't get a lot of it. Well, arguably though, it was it's one of the few things that's been been there since the beginning of time. It has. That's that's what we used as sugar. Yeah. yeah. And so can you have some honey? Yes. Can you overdo it easily? It's still sugar. And a lot of that sugar in honey is fructose. <laughs> and fructose is a sugar that if you overdo is now the number one driver for cancer. So of all sugars, fructose is the worst. Forty percent for of cancer. Do you notice the the natural sweetest things on the planet are the hardest fucking things to get to? Correct. Right? Correct. Yeah. Because they're they're quick, instant sources of energy, um, but they're rare. And so your body developed, yeah. uh, you know, humans developed, we evolved to crave the hell out of them. So when we found them, we'd eat them, but then we're not going to have them for a while. Right. Um, and that's one of the reasons why. Same thing with salt. Like why we love salt so much. Well, salt's actually pretty fucking rare in nature. Unless you're at the beach, like people would die all the time because where do you find salt? Mm-hmm. And so when you found it, you craved it. You'd had a lot of it. Uh, so when it comes to honey, it, you know what role does it play? I mean, I guess you can have some if you want to sweeten a few things, but 
I wouldn't add it to my diet. It's not like I'd say, oh, I'm going to have some honey because it's good for me. Yeah, mm. what role this plays is really none. You shouldn't there's, ha- it, have it in excess. It's there is never there in nature. Very, really. very uh, little vitamins and minerals found in it. It's not like it has this abundance of nutrient value to it that it's like this should be in your diet. I mean, there's there's mm. many other foods that we talk about that have you know beneficial things to them that or should be in your diet. Uh, way more than honey, you know. Like if you're if you're putting uh, honey up against you know avocados or walnuts or you know certain types of fruits or things like that, honey loses all day long. I mean, there's just there's not that much nutritional value to it. It sure it has some, and sure there's been signs of linking it to, you know, the allergies and getting the local honey and things like that, or sore throats and and remedies. But uh, yeah, it, there's benefits to honey, like you just said. Remedies actually like cough, like they they found it for a long time when you were a kid. You know, your mom would make you tea and put honey in it to uh, stop your cough and and, and kind of coat your throat. And what? Well, Western medicine for a long time was like that's stupid, doesn't work. Well, now they're finding that there's actually something and I don't remember the name of it. There's something in honey that actually acts a part on a part of the brain that causes you to have that reaction to cough. So it actually does suppress coughs. Hmm. Um, so it's got some benefits, you know, in, in certain medicinal aspects. But to make it as a part of your diet, like a role in your diet. Maybe I don't know post workout maybe, but not other even, than that, not, not even, yeah, not, not really. even. There's no, there is no reason for you to if it's not already naturally, you know, if you don't work on a uh, a a bee farm, and it's something that it's readily available for you, and you feel like shit, I'm wasting all this honey that we have for free. <laughs> yeah, you know, like why? There's no reason for you to run out and go <laughs> yeah. get it. You know, so unless you got a cold or allergies going on, so like that, it wouldn't be something I would ever recommend to a client. You know? Yeah. Give me some honey. Although I will say uh, a, gram, a, a graham cracker with some peanut butter with some sprinkled honey over the top of it is fucking bomb. A graham cracker? Yeah. With peanut butter and honey? Yes. Mm. No jelly? No, I, no, like, no, no, it doesn't I jelly. like those biscuits with butter and it honey. It tastes just like a nut, oh, one of those nutty yeah, butter baby. cookies. Doug knows what I'm talking about. What, what are you talking about? Biscuit? Butter and biscuits. With <laughs> Every once in a while, honey. the fat guy comes out. I know. Yeah. I, 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 both makes you guys. Wanna, want to butter your biscuits. Oh, yeah. Uh, please subscribe to Mind Pump. <laughs> Leave us a five star rating and review. Say something nice about Adam, please. Say something nice about Adam's biscuits. He wants it. <laughs> he wants it in the biscuits. Thank you for listening to Mind Pump. For more information about this show and to get valuable free resources from Sal, Adam, and Justin, visit us at www.mindpumpradio.com. Until next time, this is Mind Pump. <laughs>